Professor Brain Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. Hi everyone, welcome to the Vulnerable Scientist Podcast. This is your host, Saranya Kerry, and today I have Raphael with me. I don't know, should I say Dr. Raphael? No, no. <laughs> I like to be Raphael. <laughs> you like to be you, without the doctor. Definitely. Okay, I'll introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm I'm Rafael. Yes, <laughs> I'm from I'm from Portugal. Um, I'm a biologist by training. Uh, I studied uh, molecular biology and genetics in Lisbon. Um, I'm currently living and working in Germany in Heidelberg, uh, where I'm doing my postdoctoral studies at the European uh, Molecular Biology Laboratory. And I work on um, on genes that regulate uh, early embryonic development uh, using the the fruit fly to to understand how um, yeah how we specify you know the different parts of the body from early on in an embryo. Great! Like so, you are a science communicator. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. are that simple. I- <laughs> that yeah i like to i like to spend some of my time indeed um doing outreach mostly with uh with younger generations with 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 children with students and so for some years now i've been involved uh with with different projects initially with with a project called native scientist where we organize uh, science-related workshops in schools. So we bring international scientists to the to the classroom uh, to talk to kids in their in their uh, heritage language. So we uh, native scientists um, targets mostly migrant and ethnic minority uh, kids. And so, um, for example, while I was in France. I was often going to schools to talk to kids in Portuguese uh, about about science and about what I was uh, doing. And yeah, more recently with a with a friend, I started uh, a different project where we actually connect uh, scientists and students with letters. So they write letters to each other, mm. and since um, since letters can be written from anywhere in the world. Uh, so we we do connect uh, scientists and students in Portuguese across uh, Portuguese speaking countries. Um, so there's nine of them in the world, uh, and so in in South America, in Europe, in Africa, in Asia, and so we we're developing these programs during one school year where kids and scientists, yeah, they write letters to each other uh, and they talk about you know science, but also 
music culture what they like to do in their <laughs> in their free time as well mm-hmm. and so yeah to spark like some conversations pole. yeah exactly like a pen pal exactly exactly ah okay that's interesting okay before i have those questions that i want to have that are mm-hmm. in my mind right now first of all take me through your journey to how you got here where you are right now in terms of science in terms of science yes um i think you know as a kid i so my grandparents from both sides they lived in the countryside and i've always really enjoyed visiting them because on both sides they had animals like um you know they either they bred rabbits or pigs or sheep you know um and so i've always really enjoyed being among the animals and and also you know growing vegetables in the garden and so yeah i've always been very nature oriented which country so, said uh in the suburbs of lisbon by the way i have, i just wanted to comment that i had lisbon mm-hmm. for the first time uh in haste <laughs> in what sorry money haste the tv show that's the first ah, time i had about right. lisbon ah right right ah yes yes indeed indeed i've never seen that series but indeed i know they have names of capitals right yeah yeah uh-huh. anyway yes yeah you're saying so <laughs> Yes. Lisbon has a countryside or you're saying well, the outskirts yes. of Lisbon. Yeah, exactly. Oh. If you go, you know, 30 kilometers away from Lisbon, there are still areas that are pretty much uh countryside and you know, they were even more so 25 years ago than now. Mm. Um yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. So yeah, That's so in Portugal been... just just to make sure that's in portugal yes yeah (laughs) yes 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 indeed indeed um so yeah so actually when i was you know so in school i've always liked the natural sciences and especially when i you know when i so in portugal you're have you have like four years of primary school um where you mostly study like portuguese and maths uh history and then you know and then from the 5th grade i had mm-hmm. a subject called natural sciences mm-hmm. i still remember the cover of that book you know the 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 manual for school mm-hmm. uh, i still have it actually i loved i really loved What? that book <laughs> yes <laughs> i kept i kept that one because i i really loved that book i was in love with that book from the the first time i saw it wow. and yeah and um and luckily i've always had very good teachers uh for you know natural sciences and biology then afterwards in high school they were always my favorite teachers and my favorite subject you know so it came together which i think was very fortunate mm-hmm. um you know so eventually i think i learned by you know 12 that some people had you know has a job they actually just studied nature and i thought that was 
fascinating and I thought okay well then that's what I want to do you know I just want to be a student for the rest of my life and just be learning new things about nature all the time <laughs> when did, and, where did you learn this mm-hmm. yeah I think from you know yeah when I started having this subject or net natural sciences so when I was like yeah between Ten and twelve years old. Yeah. Oh, so in school you learned it in, in school. school. Yeah, oh. yeah, in school. Yes. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. in school. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember. Yeah, also finding out about you know maybe I learned what a PhD was when I was like fourteen or fifteen. Wow. Um, because my my dad used to buy this weekly newspaper. Mm-hmm. that at some point would come with a small book about jobs uh mm-hmm. you know and then every week it was about a different job um like profiles it, yes exactly mm-hmm. like profiles you know what these jobs were about and mm-hmm. how what sort of degrees you could study to work on these jobs mm-hmm. um oh man we should have that yeah. Mm-hmm. It should be like something like that, like for everyone to know, because most people don't know certain careers exist, mm-hmm. and they don't know. Sometimes they know something exists, but they don't know what, how do you get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a nice idea. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking. Well, they they are in Portuguese, so not very useful for you or mm-hmm. to like you know, but. Uh, I, I I guess I still have them somewhere in a box in my parents' house. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you keep things now. I <laughs> <laughs> certain things, yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So it, it was in one of those books that it was. You know. So one book was about science, and there uh, I learned that you know there was things such as a master's degree and a PhD degree mm-hmm. and and so yeah so I, I was you know and that really fitted with my goal of being a student forever sort of thing you know so I thought well yes you know because I, I also I've always loved being in school actually mm-hmm. and me too and so <laughs> <laughs> I had yes. to give that to them. <laughs> Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's much better when you like it, right? Because it's it's mandatory yeah. for quite some years. So, yeah. um, yes, I've I've always quite enjoyed it. Uh, even other subjects other than science, mm. um, and so yeah, so that felt like oh, you know, great. Actually, I can carry on studying for a long time. So I I thought that was very appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then my journey, well, then, you know, then in high school, I discovered, um, DNA and, and genes and yeah, and I I was immediately drawn to it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, always because I think, you know, having, having grown up with, um, with farm animals from my grandparents, um, I think there was always questions about, you know, heredity, let's say, you know, how, you know, how the, you know, wh- why can't a cow and a horse have a baby together, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, you know, um, 
So these sort of questions that as a kid, you know, I, I would wonder sometimes or, you know, mm. um, and so then, yeah, genetics kind of brought a lot of answers to questions I had and sometimes I didn't know I had. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, so then, you know, for me, it was clear after finishing high school that I wanted to study biology at university. Mm. Um and yeah and then um you know and then i haven't i haven't really stopped <laughs> yet yeah that's how many years now um since i started my degree in university that's been 15 years <laughs> wow so you actually got what you wanted Yes, definitely. I think, you know, it's not not to say that I will be working in biology for the rest of my life. Maybe not. I don't know. But mm. but I definitely did what I wanted to do. And I think that's that's very important. Yeah, that's yeah. All right. Um, I want, first of all, I want to understand the education system of Portugal, if you don't mind explaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> from primary to secondary, mm-hmm. how do you transition from one stage to another, to university? <laughs> right. So we have nine years of elementary school. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, um, which are mandatory. Well, at my time, they those were the mandatory years of schooling. Right now, um, schooling is mandatory until it's like for 12 years. So you have to you have to do high school as well. Um, so after these nine years of elementary school, then there's three years of high school, which can be, you know, general high school, or you can choose to go for um, a technical course during those three years, or a professional one. Um, and I mean, and you know, to go to university, you can still do any of these three paths. You just need to take the exams at the end of those three years, and then um, you know, and then you might you might get into university. Um, if so, you pass, that is. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. If you pass those exams, and if you have, you know, and it depends also what, what sort of score you get on the, those exams, because yeah, they will you know, they will take, let's say, you know, for biology in Lisbon um, at the faculty where I studied, there's like 150 students admitted every year. So, you know, they will take the 150 with the best scores, right? So, um, so you need to have, yeah. Is it different where you're from? I have a feeling with there's some similarity there mm-hmm. though for us you apply uh, for university okay sorry so for mm-hmm. before okay my time <laughs> there's mm-hmm. that aspect of my time and the now time so yes, my yes. time my time used to study for uh, primary school so there's the kindergarten like you, that's three years mm-hmm. Then uh, primary school, that's eight years. Mm-hmm. Then there's high school, that's 
four years then in mm-hmm. high school that's when i think there's more of the sciences like they're divided into physics mm-hmm. chemistry and biology and depending on how you choose the subjects there are certain mm-hmm. classes you're supposed to choose according exactly. to your strengths and mm-hmm. what you, you you would like to pursue then according to how you've passed them that's how you choose the different courses in university and then you're mm-hmm. called to depending if you're still on the cutoff point and if you don't like you, you have different choices then if maybe you choose medicine and maybe they're full uh, to mm-hmm. whatever depending on what grade you have then you're, you're given the second choice which is maybe something let's say biochemistry and most mm-hmm. of the time, people who are in the biomedical, biological sciences in Kenya, most of them are people who wanted to do medicine. Then mm-hmm. they were dropped to a course they had no idea what it was. Uh-huh. But there will be the the choosing system thought this, it's called, it was used to be called job here. So they mm-hmm. thought like this is the best course for you. But most people went in not knowing where they are going to and what it is about and where they are going after that yeah. course. So that's why I'm asking this question, just to understand <coughs> how the people choose choose career paths in different mm-hmm. setups. Yeah. I see. Yeah, we have a similar thing in high school that you choose um, an area already indeed. So, you know, you can choose sciences or um economy or humanities or arts yeah so indeed in high school in portugal as well you already choose a bit which area you you want to study okay so you said that you were interested in nature sciences natural Mm -hmm. sciences uh because i'm guessing that's that's a variety but how did you narrow down to biology Mm -hmm. yeah well um, yeah, because inside the natural scientists, I, I've always been very um, passionate about animals and mammals in particular. I think so. Yeah, it was it was mostly mostly because of that. Yeah, mostly the living the living beings, plants, animals, 